And again, happy Mother's Day to all of you. I uh, like to see all these little kids here today. I even like hearing the little screams across, because it's life. That is life. And what an important thing it is to have as we celebrate Mother's Day. Life is teeming here, that's what we would say. Now in our first reading, the Apostle Paul and the Barnabas, they're really struggling in a place called Antioch. They have been some success. They've also been rejected because of their preaching, the word of God. Well, Jesus was rejected. The apostles were rejected. The saints were rejected. Many of them put to death the martyrs. Some of it was because of jealousy as the religious, both Jew and pagan religions, were envious of the crowds that they attracted. One thing we can see, Paul and Barnabas did not change. They did not change their message because of the persecution they were experiencing. They did not dilute Jesus' message, nor did they validate the pagan message. The living God is not a pagan God, but is the Messiah from the God of Judaism. There is only one truth. There can only be one truth. The way, the truth, the life, as he described himself, revealed himself through the cloud of the witnesses, the martyrs, the apostles. Jesus died proclaiming this truth, and then he validated his truth by rising from the dead. Many are going to say, well, that's not my truth. Again, there can only be one truth. Only one truth has risen from the dead, which is what our Easter season is all about. The truth is what Jesus calls us to follow. We have been presented the facts of Christ, the miracles, not just based on the apostles, but on secular witnesses from the first century. We have been informed of Jesus hundreds of years before he happened through the prophets. This is all documented. No other religion has such evidence. And we accept this truth. For us to validate someone else's truth is to deny our truth. Paul and Barnabas, they're having none of it. They won't do it, even if it meant being put to death. Preaching the word of God will hurt sometimes. And people will be angry about it, and they will reject us. But living the word of God may make you ridiculed. Look what happened this week. Roe v. Wade. Parishes are being targeted this weekend. Hopefully we'll survive it, and we will. Will we shrink from the truth? Will we shrink from the truth? Truth is hard to handle, even for us sometimes. But we have to know the truth. Truth comes to us as the Good Shepherd this weekend. says, my sheep hear my voice. Which is also meaning my sheep know my voice. A shepherd usually has a special name for his sheep. At the very least, the sheep knew the shepherd's voice and they followed him. But there's malicious shepherds out there too. The first century knew it well. Bunch of rich littles out there, if you know that reference. 
shepherds would try to imitate the voice of their shepherd and steal sheep. If it's not the voice of Jesus, we're being led astray. Do we know the voice of Jesus? Even though we've never heard it, we know we better. The voice that will call to us from our death to the resurrection. We'll hear it if we know it. So do we know what Jesus teaches? If we know his teachings, he tells us to act on them. What does Jesus say to us? Feed this person. Give drink to that person. Give comfort to that lonely person over there. Defend the life of that person. Their dignity is being stolen from them. Their humanity is being defiled. Defend them. Is there one thing in the reality of Roe v. Wade that has taught us? If that you were born after 1967, you are a choice. That's what you are. You're a choice. Thank God today for all you born after 1967 that your mothers did not consider you a choice. They considered you a human being. And that's why we thank mothers so much. And those that are pregnant right now, thank you for choosing life. The church will never shrink from that. We cannot, because if we cannot defend life, we're good to nobody. The church defends life at all costs. We might take some black eyes. And great, Jesus said, blessed are the persecuted, for your reward will be great in heaven. If we do not shrink from what is about to happen to us, maybe. They said churches are going to be targeted this weekend, probably for now until who knows when. But that's all right. We go to the uh, abortion clinics and protest, but we do it on the sidewalk, in silence, in prayer. This will define what the pro-life movement is and what the pro-death movement is. And there's no other way to put it. It's the pro-death movement. John Paul called it the culture of death. He was right. He was absolutely right. What a debt of gratitude we owe to you mothers for saying yes, for choosing life. Thank you so much. All of us owe a great deal of debt to our mothers. And if they're not here, we pray for them. If they're here, hopefully we do something a little special for them today, making their life a little easier, but always praying for motherhood everywhere. So many have had abortions and have repented of that, knowing the hardship, knowing the heartache that they have had. Thank you for coming to the truth, if that is you. It's such a horrible thing in life to know, but many have come to confession, and what a beautiful thing that is. Repentance, forgiveness of the Lord. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. We are all welcome into the truth of God that there is forgiveness anytime, any place, anytime you ask. But thank you again today for all you mothers out there. We will bless you a little bit later. <clears throat>